Um, welcome back to another episode by Jack Max Crack. This is the second episode and it'll be focusing on sublime realities. Just want to say a quick thanks. Um, I, w- I wasn't expecting the sort of um, reach that I got with this podcast, the first episode. Like, I got so much good feedback and I appreciate it so much. Like, the fact that, like, even some people listened to the full thing or even started it for a few minutes, like, you know, or just wanted to hear what I had to say. I actually really appreciate it and um, I just wanted to say that at the start and I hope that it, I hope to progress with this and keep people interested but um, anyway the reason I've chosen to talk about Bulim Realities is actually as a result of the first um, podcast so I was drinking with the lads at the weekend we were out just, uh, at the pub and a lot, one of my friends who I haven't seen in a while was out and because of like he'd mentioned the podcast and we were like he'd um, obviously realised like I was talking about certain things in a certain way and then we ended up getting into really like introspective sort of philosophical conversations that you wouldn't usually have on a night out like I've always been like that I like getting deep and introspective into things but like it might not be what someone wants to be doing on a night out you know what I mean but we were both on the same wavelength and it just made me question a few things like and I was like, just Jesus, this would be actually a really interesting thing to talk about on the podcast. So I just want to give a shout out to Fergal for that um, idea. And also, just a disclaimer, um, this episode might not be everyone's uh, cup of tea. I just want to kind of talk about something different each week so that I'm not trying to repeat myself. I'm just, I'm conscious of that. So obviously it is quite a deep and out there sort of episode. And if it's not for you, then skip on and maybe there'll be something relevant that you'll want to hear next week and also just another disclaimer is anything i'm talking about in this episode is obviously just theories it's not necessarily true it's either something i've read or maybe something i've just questioned within myself and there isn't like i'm not saying any if it's true or like you know even like conspiracy theories and stuff i just find that stuff interesting like you know you can have you can take this episode with a pinch of salt or you can be like god God, I never thought about that that way or whatever. But um, anyways, I'll start off with a random fact about me, which is I my my housemates think it's wild funny that I have a goldfish. I actually brought him down from Donegal. His name's Freddie, and I've had him for about eight years. Like, but when I wake up in the morning, I just I just look at him like, and I'd be like, I I just think, obviously, like I'm aware of my own consciousness, but I'm like, God, what is Freddie thinking about? You know, the whole thing of like fish have only a three second memory i don't know if that's a myth or not but like i don't know like even just animals in general the way that they perceive reality like because obviously they don't have the same intellect in what terms of being able to comprehend the past and future well this is what we're told but it's funny like they're only present and that's what humans aspire to be and then even like look i'd just be like what a bee what what a bee bees at or whatever or like they all have a purpose and they're like it's just not to the same extent as us, but I just question, like, their consciousness, like, thing. I just think it's well interesting. But even, like, I read something like a crow, um, that a crow has an intellect of a seven-year-old, and, like, if you were to, like, they hate owls, so if you were, like, to save an owl from a fight from a crow, like, they'll remember your face for as long as they live, and, like, throw branches in your car and shit, or like that, like, whatever. But, um... Just even like I watched this video as well on YouTube of how animals see reality and how like pigeons have a magnifying scope, or even like just you know like ones who can see their full three sixty scope. Like you know, there is this um thing I think it was it was in Blind Spot Blind Boys podcast, and it was I seen it on YouTube as well. Like I always be like you know, 
obviously people who are colorblind what way do they interpret reality obviously you know or you can't think of a new color that isn't already there but even if you want to go past that it's like like how do i know like my 2d isn't someone else's 3d like you know we all have a different we all have different taste buds and we see things differently it's all a perception but like in his podcast he talked about like how like if i think about a cup of coffee i just think about the act of drinking it i can picture it in my head but for dog you know, they don't actually have this thing of the word cup of coffee. They have the smell, for example, from the granules to the cup for the water to go in for the, you know, to the diffusion to, to, to onto the air. Like, that's how they associate coffee. But, like, I don't, I just think it's a wild interesting concept. Like, imagine things that weren't as they seem. There's a few actual multiverse uni, uh, universal theories that I read one time that actually just blew my mind. Like, I was like, what the fuck? But one of them I actually resonated with when I was a kid. And I remember talking to someone about it and like I had the exact same thing. Like when I was a kid, I'd be like, um like imagine wherever you were was the only place that was existing. So like everything else wasn't actually existing in terms of it was like paused or it was pre-planned. So I could be like, just say, interacting with my family and then I go off to school, but all these other things were paused until I came back to them. And I just and then that concept even goes by the thing of the freeze theory that whatever is in front of you is only the thing that's real until you interact with it so it's like um a tree if it like a tree branch falls in the forest and no one's there to see or hear it is it actually did it the noise actually exist but you can go further does it even exist in the first place because like everything on the universe is a uh, it's basically existing because of human consciousness and us interpreting it with it but like people could say that we're beings interacting with the universe but like maybe the universe is just interacting with us like what if everything that we see is like an actual fragment of our imagination like you know like something like lsd or like um hallucinogenics can give you the false perception of things that aren't there things that you can see smell taste so you can't even say like all oh, things I can see it's death whatever sure if these drugs can do it like what's it say your reality isn't like that like how you know and then I like I read this concept there's another stage as well that um I was like questioning like what if I was the only being existing on the planet and now, that sounds like a really selfish and self-absorbed analogy but it's an actual thing not to say that everyone else isn't in their own like like there's multi-universes everyone else is existing in their timeline but imagine i was like the only person existing and like everyone could think about this in their own head because at the end of the day you're the only person that you're aware of of your own your own consciousness like you can think of your thoughts and your feelings and sensations but everything else is on the outside so like this concept is called socialism and it's actually quite hard to argue with because of that person like no matter what anyone says or what anyone does to them it's like i'm the only person existing because what can actually prove it otherwise, do you know what I mean? But uh, I just think it's a really weird thing. And then that brings it to another thing, which I've actually experienced myself, and this can be as a result of like an overload of anxiety. And again, I'm going to go back to last week and talk about the education of things, like um, depersonalization. Even like after nights out, like of drinking and stuff, people can experience this, and it's actually quite a common thing. But when it's going on for prolonged periods of time, that's when it, bec- um, it can become really scary. It's the sort of analogy where depersonalization is where you feel like you're not existing, or like you don't even resonate with yourself. So it's like watching yourself uh, behind 
a cinema screen like you're on autopilot but it's not like you're not the actual one that's doing it like it's the weirdest thing so it's constant floaty feelings you might like just feel emotionally numb like a very spacious feeling of your surroundings it almost feels like a dream but you're just dreaming all the time and then the, uh, like the other thing associated with that is um the realization where you feel everything around you isn't real like you know that you're real but like everything around you just don't resonate with it anymore and it's just it's such a strange feeling when it hits it's like um anxiety's way of preventing you from fe- feeling more anxiety like it, it comes to a peak and it thinks that it's protecting you but it's a horrible feeling and in times like that then you have to associate and you know, like dissociation which can have your um dissociating identity disorder and stuff and like not questioning who you are because you don't really know what reality is anymore so you start questioning everything um it's just it's a really interesting concept the way everyone can perceive things differently and that brings myself to my next thing which is my friend I was chatting to last night he was saying that like he can't comprehend images in his head and I was like because I always wondered that myself it's like you know if you're like reading the book like do you have that inner voice of the dialogue that reads it for you or you know if I said like an image to someone like can you envisage it in your head like think about it now when you think of an image does it just come clearly to your head or are you not able to do it and it's like like I don't know even the whole thing about language like I'm always like I'm talking right now like I it's just words are flown out me and I know I can talk a bit fast at times so I'm sorry for that if you're struggling to keep up but like they're just sounds like word could could have been couch or tree could have been house you know like someone just decided all these words and I just can processing it at the same time I'm saying it and like there was a stage like the fear the first humans on earth wouldn't have had a language I'm like what way did they actually come up with that like you know to actually distinguish a language like it's just the most interesting concept like what way would have uh, that sort of been established do you know what I mean like I don't I don't I don't actually understand it um and then when you start questioning all these like sort of like things of just the way things would be like I remember like if like when I was like I don't know 14 or 15 like one day a therapist or whatever like just um just get seen and I was like looking <laughs> at like the carpet and all the things around the room and I'd just be like I was so self-aware of being like where did that come from and who made it like I know obviously people made it but like just to like wrap your head around reality of like you know like the way like technology came around because before like we know what it is now because we're experiencing it but someone came up with that concept to actually bring something to life do you know what I mean like it's like you can't think of a new colour but to them they could think of a new thing to create in this earth whether it be technology or cars or like even like just like the whole thing of living and society and what even is normal like even with like Covid for example um, people are like I can't wait to go back to normal but like what we even was normal in the first place do you know what I mean like it was a way that we were conditioned to exist and like if you go to a different culture like whoa this is so different this is so weird but to them that's their normal like even the whole narrative of like parents you know mum and dad like people used to go around in tribes and that was the normal thing and then slowly over time things changed do you know what I mean like people didn't used to have houses before and then we just changed the system to accommodate that like I I don't know I just notice all these things I don't know what extent do people think about that as well but I don't it's, it's about paying attention to detail um and I think like even though I that's why you know like when I'm drawing I just notice every little thing maybe that's why I'm interested in it um 
but another one of my thoughts which um i do question a lot would be like our perception and morality of people and i remember saying this is something i don't know where this came out of my head but like imagine you were like an avatar like just like a plain avatar with like no face no like just we're all neutral we look the same and we sound the same or whatever it's just a neutrality like maybe you could say it's your soul or whatever and imagine your memory was temporarily swiped from you and you met everyone under different circumstances not knowing them for their age their gender or their relationship to you like because like when I think of myself the way people will perceive me is based on maybe how I dress how I look how I sound my age what I'm doing they have all this preconception to interpret my consciousness like we're all just little brains and beings but we can't think of it like that so we have to we have to picture something to give it like an identity but like if you strip all that down like what are we left with I think it's such an interesting concept like I don't know um and then that's another thing I just wanted to talk about as well would be a lot of um the whole thing of um superstition and I still catch myself doing it like I someone actually called um called me it was like oh well are you an atheist and like last week was like oh when everything comes to an end and I didn't mean it to come across like that to be honest I'd be more of a agnostic I don't really know what I am I'll get into that in a minute but the whole thing about superstition I would I like I wouldn't really think I'm superstitious but then the whole thing of like if something was to happen like you thought something bad was going to happen you mentioned something and you touch wood or the magpie analogy you know but then it can go further than that and then people be always like you know everything happens for a reason and I find that in a really interesting thing because it's like there's definitely been situations in my life that I've been like god that is so weird the way it actually happened panned out like imagine if you had just went not not went out one night and you didn't meet someone to meet another person to end up influencing just say you go into college at a certain place to end, and influence what degree you come out with and then the effect whatever all these different things are like like imagine your parents just didn't meet each other one night and then you didn't exist and then that just changes a whole like it's like the butterfly effect or whatever it's just so interesting like that like once on the kind of set, set in stone it could have went so many different ways but then at the same time I'm like there are some terrible things that happen in life like I mean just there's no logic explanation for it and I'm like does there need to be like when you think of it life in its own way is so irrational like it's mad that we're all existing simultaneously at the one time like we're all comprehending reality at the same time with so many thoughts racing for our head and we're like we're not all in different time it's so weird but like this is where i could bring up the religion thing or not even the religion thing but like given um a circumstance a greater cause so like someone could be really sick and i couldn't be it might not be religious and then obviously maybe start praying and you turn to religion in times of need and then like just say they get better and you're like so thankful for them getting better that you like praise you know like an entirety or god or whatever it is like there's nothing wrong with that I'm, I'm, not, I'm not judging anyone for their religious um beliefs or what they um praise and their that is completely fine i'm just i think it's interesting um there's uh, another thing i want to clarify as well that there is no right and wrong like we all just have opinions and you know what i mean i'm just another opinion but um then the other side of it is if they pass away and it's like well that was meant to be in their time 
you know, there there's always has to be nearly an answer. It's like a when people can't comprehend something happened and they want to give a rationality to it. And even when you think about like afterlife, not that I'm denying it or whatever, or not that I don't believe in it, but it's like life coming to terms of being um, alive and existent is such a weird thing. So it can be very uncomfortable like to maybe think about it beyond finding something to to follow if that makes sense so like to really start comprehending everything like i read something i don't know if people would resonate with this that like if god was announced like real or not real tomorrow obviously people would be happier if like afterlife existed but if it was a case of not knowing or knowing that there was no afterlife like there were it didn't exist but we were either able to not know about it or to know people would be happier because it takes away the uncertainty sorry if I, I don't know if that made sense there but i don't know it's just if the afterlife sort of like analogy it just it's an interesting concept because i even think myself about death it took me a long time to actually comprehend it and be like I'm not really scared of death anymore. I think it's more the process of dying that people are afraid of. It's like, I don't know. If ever, if everything existed forever, then everything in life would be unconsequential. Like, they're, like I could sit for a hundred years watching the same show and be like, I'll go to a college in 10 years or I could fall out with someone like, sure, I can fix that in a thousand years, you know. Or I could be like, sure, I'll do this job for five years and then another five years and oh, sure... I'll get fit and whatever you know that sort of analogy like but because you've such a limited time and there is a ending on things I think it makes it so much more worthwhile like I actually like I have a tattoo on my neck from the 100 the show 100 and it's uh may we meet again of course I want to have the hope that I'd see everyone again like it's only normal you know what I mean like but at the same time not having the promise of it I don't have the certainty that it's true and because i don't have the certainty that i'm going to see everyone again i think i appreciate everyone i'm not saying it, we all appreciate i'm not saying to people who do believe in effort like don't appreciate people but what i'm saying is i appreciate everything so much more because tomorrow is not guaranteed seeing them again isn't guaranteed and in my own way i was even saying this to my friends i was like you know the death is scary and stuff like that and it's more the process of dying like you know, if I got to live a long enough life to watch everyone age with me and they have all the memories and, you know, all that sort of thing, just that you had kids, watched them grow up and seen your friends have a lot and grew up with them. And then you got your 60s, well, she's not 60s, that's quite young, 70s, 80s, whatever, and he's passed away. Then it's kind of like an acceptance going, I've watched my life and my friends and my families unfold before me and now it's like a new generation of people. So I can kind of accept that we're going to leave this earth together or whatever it would obviously be awful if you were to leave like if I was to die tomorrow and live the short lived life and being like what could have been but in that analogy it doesn't scare me that much um, anymore I don't know what it is like, like in the way that like I, if I don't have a guarantee if I hold out with a little bit of sceptivity or whatever sorry I don't know if that's the right word of having something after and I die tomorrow and there was nothing, then everyone would die either thinking that there is something that there isn't something, and they wouldn't even be able to process that that actually was a thing or not. Like, imagine going out on a night out or whatever, or, and like passing out, or like falling asleep on a couch, and then you wake up and like, fuck, how long was I asleep for? You have to wake up and be conscious to process that you had fallen asleep. 
But I could literally fall asleep for five minutes or I could be in a coma for five months. And until I wake up to comprehend that, I actually won't know the difference. Do you know what I mean? Like, in that way that, like, people... Oh, you can't really be scared of something that you can't process. It's just literally the process of dying, not death itself. And if there is something after, that's a bonus. It's great. Do you know what I mean? Like, someone, I could be in this car right now saying about this podcast and what things I want to do next week and things I'm thinking about right now in my head. And it could all be happening. And someone could be sitting in the backseat with a gun to my head and shoot me and I might even process that I've died. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's mad. And then that brings me back to the point of, oh my God, Jack just say I was shot by this person. It's awful, and but you know it could they could have had some like negative influence there, like darker energies. And I, I kind of taken myself away from this, you know, the whole like praising someone like constantly. Like I'm not saying that there could be supernatural occurrences where things happen and it's miracles. I'm not doubting. I do believe in that myself and to some extent. But at the same. Uh, to this, at the same time, if something bad happens, let that human be responsible for it. Don't put it down to something. That if like if someone, you know, became successful for something rather than like oh they got someone on their side or they were incredibly lucky, like they could have worked really hard for that. Like and just give that human maybe the acknowledgement, not necessarily other things. But um, you know what I mean? Like I just, I that's the way I just think about things. And then you can so that's an actual thing called a deist concept like I kind of resonate with that it could change over time I still don't know like I'm more spiritual than religious to be honest and I think even within religion everyone's got their own variation like look at like Christianity or um, just any other religion really in general like they all have variations like don't if you ask the same um, two Christians what a view it could alternate do you know what I mean we all so in that sense we all kind of have our own space of identity within religion so that's why with my spirituality I feel like it's a personal journey that everyone goes on but we're all connected at the same time like in my way I just feel like we're all like I just some sort of energy I don't really know how to describe it but like you know even like two of the whole thing of death like um when you leave like I wasn't sitting going oh, I wish I was at my mum's 21st, or there was this thing in the 1980s, I wish I had have got to go to, or, you know, all these different things, that are like events in people's lives I would have wanted to go to, because I didn't exist at that time. So, like, if I was able to not exist for thousands and thousands, well, I don't know how long the hair's been here, off the top of my head, off the top of my head, then what am I going to miss when I die? Do you know what I mean? And the deist concept basically states that, like, a god, some sort of god, maybe not necessarily, like, a... A presence of a person, but someone I don't know what this entirety that word created this universe, and just let kind of left it there, and it's kind of just up to us to you know, you know you, they don't really necessarily have an interaction with it. I don't know. It's it's a really interesting thing. I think over time that the more I learn, the, but at the same time I'm not like constantly looking for answers anymore about like life and its meaning and stuff. I think again you create your own meaning, and if I don't necessarily live life with like you know my faith is number one I can still live a life just as good as long as you know there's people who are very religious could uh, be really immoral and then there's people who have no religion at all who could be really good it's up to you to decide what sort of person you want to be and what way you want to give yourself across do you know what I mean so I don't know I just think but then oh yeah I wanted to talk about a show it was um it was called The Good Place and I don't want to spoil too much very good show it's basically about afterlife fun stuff but the concept was 
again about like time not ending or even like you know I was trying to make a point last week in the podcast about um, Mark Manson no not Mark Manson sorry um, Blind Boy and he talked about like existential crises and stuff and how that can be like just nearly cured when you give a purpose to your meaning and suffering because like in the good place when people actually like got to heaven they realised that the people who'd been there for like 500 years had lost all sense of identity and wanting to progress and be better within themselves like they're nearly like just I don't know what, what sort of word to put it as uh, but um just no sort of intellect about them anymore and when you think about it it's it's interesting like because if you were just again another theory if you were like given this happy place forever and ever where everything's good you know like what have you got to learn like there's nothing to challenge you anymore to actually feel like you deserve it like I look at my life yeah I think I I'm a pretty decent person like I have a lot to give and I have a lot of love to give like I care about people so much but like at the same time does that mean that I deserve to uh, just be in this happy place forever and ever or is there like a test that I'm being marked on that's going to say oh Jack you got 39% so you know you're going down there forever and you know it doesn't make you know maybe obviously there's no logic to life so there might not be no logic to that either but like or even like the age I think it's very interesting like you know if I if a five I've I've said this to a few people just I don't know where it's from my own head like if a five year old died tomorrow you know and if they were in a place forever where they were happy they wouldn't be able to like go through the influences of our times if they were in the 21st century to be exposed to technology to have the musical sort of influence of the time to like watch shows and make friends and maybe obviously like in this time experience like the sort of society change within like COVID and stuff so it would be affecting their development mentally and emotionally because if they were in this happy state all the time they wouldn't really go past five would they like you have to fall off a bike for the first time and experience pain you have to get rejected maybe for the first time in a group of friends in some situation to learn what rejection and love and friendship's all about you have to have communication but these all come from bad experiences in some way or another you know what I mean to experience adversity and that's what actually makes life, in my opinion. That's what I was trying to say last week. Again, you have to have bad and good to experience even greater, if that makes sense. Because, like, you wouldn't appreciate life half as much if there wasn't, necess- you know, the uncertainty of death. And, like, as, as sad and grim as it is, everyone's going to leave. You know what I mean? Like, you can't stop it. But, like, I'd rather live a life where I'm like, oh, God, I'm, I'm, I'm too scared to, like, get close to someone in case they leave. That's what makes it so rewarding is that you have something to not want to lose in the first place. You have memories that you want to hold on to forever that what you wish could stay forever because they were that good in the first place. Do you know what I mean? And then, like, God, who knows? Like, when I said about Freddy swimming around the tank, do you know what I mean? Like, what if we're like like Friday like swimming around the tank and we don't see beyond the tank until we die and then we kind of break free into the open universe I don't know because like I have a tattoo on my hand it actually comes from the good place it's just on my wrist of, uh, on my wrist of a wave and it's like sort of like we crash onto the shore I, I'll try and find the, actually the quote next week or I can read it out we crash onto the shore and like experience this life for like a short time and then at the end we return to the shore whatever that may be do you know what I mean? Like, maybe we, maybe it could be a simulation. Like, and someone could be like watching this. I could be like a freaking Sims character, for all I know. Do you know what I mean? All these different things. But at the same time, I nearly got lost in that way of thinking. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, I might have been thinking far too externally about this universe, but sometimes it's just simple just to experience and, you know, find your passion and uh, find something that you love and find the small things, whether it be on a walk and looking at the trees. I know it sounds a little bit happier or whatever, like, but honestly, that is it. Or going for a run and getting that adrenaline rush. Do you know what I mean? Find what you enjoy in life. You know what I mean? Like, in, like it's good to question these things. But, like, I could sit and think about this forever and every person I go to is going to give me a different, you know, sort of theory on things. But at the end of the day, the thing I think that's nice about it is that we're all in the exact same boat. Like, no celebrity, no the richest person in the world, no, I don't know, like, sort of anyone has, like, a way of avoiding death or a way of avoiding thinking about what's life meaning and... You know, we're all in it together. We're all sort of connected in that way, that, that vulnerability, that you know, sort of acceptance and that mortality. And they find that for thousands and thousands of years, like there's millions of millions, billions of people who have experienced that and are gone. And even after my timeline, there's going to be billions and billions of people who are going to experience the exact same thing. And like when you think of it like that, that's like saying like my pain as well, like universal pain. There's nothing I will ever go through that's really individual to me. Like, if I'm suffering with, like, someone's suffering with depression or anxiety or OCD or addiction or whatever, like, someone across the world may well be in a different timeline or whatever or could have been experiencing, you know, the exact same thing as you. You can resonate with someone, do you know what I mean? In that sort of um, sense. Um, I just, I just... Get, can't get my head around anyway that like everyone's simultaneously existing um really that the reality of it I think it's just so interesting and even too I wanted to like mention like maybe about like alternate realities like what who used to say like that there isn't loads of different realities going on at the one time we don't really know exactly what's beyond earth is there different like there's bound to be like I'm sorry like not necessarily just conventional aliens but just different forms of life do you know that are existing like like, even a different version of life, like, not the opposite of life as in death, like, another subtype of existing, like, I just, I think it's the most interesting thing that, like, I'm conscious, do you know what I mean? In the way that, you know, no matter what, like, happens to me, or what adversities I go through, or, you know, struggles, or whatever it is, it's just, I'm, like, what's the chances like it's like one in 400 trillion chances of you falling into existence like I think that's just crazy like whatever sort of life I have I hope I make an impact and I make a difference and I you know attach meaning for the right uh, suffering for the right reasons like if, you know with adversity that's it's not it's not wasted basically like it's such a short time but again I said it's the longest you'll ever live but all I'm saying basically just to wrap this episode up is that just Sometimes you just need to take a step back and just, like, just take a breath and be like, I am existing. I don't even really, like, we're aware of our own conscious, but consciousness, but we don't really know exactly where it's come from. No matter what anyone wants to say, whether it be the Big Bang or scientist or religion, whatever it is, we don't really know. And there's something nice about not knowing, like, I've nearly kind of come to resonate with. It's just the fact that we can live and, I don't know, experience things and have love and friendship and connection and you know, experience this world together, it's, it's, fuck, I, I know, 
I don't know if it's signs of a hippie or whatever. It just it's fucking incredible in its own way. And I know we all we're all gonna go through shit, but that's just a thing that comes with life. And I just think it's I don't know. This episode I just kinda wanted to talk about different concepts and the way I question my my life myself because like it's not something you really can like sit down at a dinner or whatever with your family or out with a coffee with your friends and start questioning life. Like my friends are starting to do that more with me and they actually listen to me which I really appreciate which I really appreciate but I think it should be normalised to question these things like Jesus you don't need to be so deep and question everything you know it's not a thing to be afraid of once you start like accepting these things and opening up you can really appreciate life in a different way like I feel like I've changed my interpretation of reality has changed since it so yeah just to wrap that up I just literally take every moment for what you have because like we I just I don't know like this could be my last I could freaking die by next week and this could be the last podcast I ever made you know what I mean so who just who knows what lies ahead but I just have kind of let go of wanting to know and I'm just grateful that's all I'm saying thanks for listening again if you've made it to the stage and please pop me a text or send me a DM on my Instagram if there's anything you'd want me to talk about next week I don't really have a concept in mind I'm just going to see what people are saying but yeah thanks See you next week, guys.